record on this computer. And we are off. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is a Dynasty of Podcasts first. You know, we all about breaking barriers here, man. Two episodes in one week? Yes, sir. We are trying to give y'all this tremendous content as well as we can. Somebody wasn't working this week. I can go ahead and tell you, somebody wasn't doing their job at their job this week. I, 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 hey, I don't know who hey, it was, but I'm hey, going to raise my hand. Hey, listen, it's all, it's all good, man. I know y'all boys are busy individuals, but it's okay. When we got time to give y'all the content about these sports, we're going to do that. It's your boy, your brother, Darius underscore Capers on the socials, Kung Fu Cape on the Twitch, a.k.a. Mr. Darius Capers. I got my boys with me. Y'all go ahead, just go around hey. and introduce yourself. They already know y'all, but, you know, we it, it, it's tradition, man. It's tradition. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy. It's the big hen dog himself. Big Hennessy, Henry Capers, a.k.a. the Neighborhood Hope Dealer. We are back. I I missed the basketball conversation. You know, I'm not much of a basketball enthusiast. But when it comes to that football thing, I know what I'm talking about. A lot of y'all have been following what I've been saying, and y'all been seeing things change. Shout out the, the McCaffrey. Shout out the Commanders. I'm here all I'm here all week, y'all. I ain't going nowhere. You can check me out at Long Live My Rain All Caps on IG. You can also check me out at the Capers Cares Foundation. I'm taking 120 kids to go see the Black Panther too. If you want to come with me, hit me. Yeah. Uh, you already know. It's your boy Kurt, the only person with the only IG of I am King Vincent and nothing else. And I can't say that I've been right so long. You know, I, I've been right here and there. And it seems like hmm. I say I don't like controversy, but it seems like I do. But my controversy has been putting a foot in me here lately. So mm. I'm going to start being a little bit more conservative and conventional for you guys. Because whoever, whatever fans like it, I know y'all tired of me losing these, this body armor and smart water and, and Gatorade. I'm going I'm to get, get it back in blood, though. But, you know, it's your boy, I am King Vincent. Get your boy one. Yo, I'm in a I'm in a good mood, everybody. It's your boy, Alex Reed. I'm in such a good mood. You heard me. Yeah. IG 10 Gold Bands. That's one zero G-O-L-B-A-N-Z underscore. Follow me as we on this commander's train, man. We beat that bad man. He's a sad man now. You're that's good. Y'all yeah. taking y'all taking him or Russ. I guarantee look, I guarantee Denver would stay that took Aaron Rodgers too over Russell Wilson. Honestly. Sure. But uh you kinda kinda, you know what I'm saying, pivoting off of what Kurt was mentioning. We definitely had some bets last episode, last football episode actually. It was uh episode six. And we had some pretty good bets going. You know, Henry and I had a bet of uh, two packs of smart water on the Washington-Green Bay game. I bet on Green Bay. He bet on Washington. Washington was successful, so I do owe Henry a two, four packs of smart water now. And I also, you know, that was from the double or nothing. So it did <laughs> double. So I owe him his two packs of smart water. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, here we go, Darius. I got this sound for you right here. This is for you, my boy. <laughs> oh, my God. 
been hey, waiting. He been hey, waiting look, for that all look, week. Yeah. Hey, hey, Henry gonna be playing that a few more times because he was pretty successful in his betting games. But when I get to the overall record, his record won't that good. Hey, that's all I know. <laughs> hey, look, he got he got it when it counts. That's all he care about. That, right, exactly. <laughs> Y'all boys, so man. <laughs> Henry also got two extra packs of smart water off on Kurt <laughs> on right. that on that Giants game. He bet that the Giants game would be close. Yes, Kurt sir. bet that they win by more than two touchdowns. They ended up winning by six. So Kurt owes Henry another man. Come, bro, we got a breast split. That ain't one, bro. That ain't one. Yes, sir. <laughs> Now, hey, you doing points the more you the win or loss. Win no or loss. Points. That's what yeah, that, I, I agree. Oh no, I agree. oh my gosh. Let's do, let's do win or loss. <laughs> no now, more look, points. Bro, that's I'm, crazy. That's look, crazy, y'all. I'm gonna my two cases of smart water come from, like I mentioned, a double or nothing game. And the other one for Henry, I bet on the Jags, and you know, the Jags were unsuccessful this past weekend. They they did lose to the Giants. I bet on that game just in general. I bet with Kurt and Henry. So I owe, like I said, Henry two cases smart water. I owe Kurt a body armor. Do they sell? Do, do they? Do they look? Do they sell big body armors, or how do you want me to pay out your body armors, bro? However you want to do it, bro. All right, that's a bet, bro. And we winners. Last but not least, though, the big bet of the weekend. The big bet of the weekend. No, time out. That's not the big bet of the weekend. Don't even overpass them. Don't even overpass. Don't even overpass the big bet of the weekend. You Miami know what the big bet? What was no, the big no, bet? No, big bet. No, you know what the big bet was. Y'all sat on this call last week and told me that the commanders wasn't going to do what the commanders messed around and did. The commanders. Hey, hey the commanders <laughs> was playing football last week. Okay, we're gonna get to the commanders because I have a lot to say about okay. them as a team. Okay. But the big bet of the weekend was the Miami Pittsburgh game. I bet Henry and Kurt a three pack of crumble cookie each. They Damn, I bought had a pretty even water. That's twenty dollars. Well, actually, 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 no, Kurt. I don't. I don't think it was you. Henry said he'd take that bet, so it was Henry. Henry, I bet Henry a six pack of crumble cookie, and Henry bet me oh, all a six eat. pack. Yeah, and all oh, that's a twenty-five piece hen dog. <laughs> versus versus the endless shrimp buffet at Red Lobster. So it's oh, like, basically, okay, okay. basically. Oh, I remember, so, I remember, I remember. Yeah, so I I'll be taking my crumble cookies. I like the chocolate ones. So going to play that sound for yourself at this point, my boy. Hey, the ones this week going crazy. You know what I'm saying? The ones this week look crazy. I ain't they, been, but they look good this week. They look good, right? So, uh, like I said, the bets were all funny, funny games, but. The ending records for the bets or for the predictions for the week. I finished with the nine and four record. I took this week. Kurt, you had an eight and five record. Henry, you had seven to six. He did finish last, but like you said, Kurt, he got him right when it mattered. So that's yeah. all that matters. Really, hey, so. hey, hold on, hold on. I got something for y'all real quick. I want y'all to hear it because this is what I need right here. So, oh my God! We hey look, 
I let him get me in. I let him talk yeah. me into my points. I want my man. water, y'all. I want y'all to go ahead and send that he to did. my house. Bro, see, 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 that's what you got to learn about him. He's he a smooth talker, bro. Back, bro. He'll talk you out your shirt, baby. He, like, got, me in that, he got me in the points. <laughs> I, still, I got the win, and I'm still paying. That's crazy. Bro, bro, I, absolutely. Gotta, I, absolutely. It pays the bet against me, baby. Why I got to take top one now? Bro, where my T-shirt go, Henry? No, oh, my baby. bad, bro. You needed that. Like, there you go. Now you got your shirt. So, just, just, just a quick summary of the games from last from week seven, man. Chicago beat Pittsburgh handily, 33-14. Dolphins got Pittsburgh 16-10. Seattle beat Los Angeles uh, 37-23. That was one of the ones Henry did get wrong. I did go with Seattle. Uh, Kansas City went, went and demolished San Francisco 44-23. My Jets got a dub 16-9, but at what cost? At what cost? Yeah, that's terrible, bro. That's tough. At that's tough, cost? man. Y'all lost the rookie of the year, bro. And our best rookie of the year. We lost our two top players. Aliza Vera Tucker and Brees Hall got hurt last week. So yeah. it's rough. <sighs> Done for the season. But we're not gonna harp on that because we 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 got some, we made a good move. I'm gonna like that. I want to talk about that a little later. Las Vegas beat Houston. Kurt, that was one of the ones you said you was going with Houston. The Raiders got them 38 to 20. The Giants won 23-17. Commanders won 23-21. Baltimore won 23-20. The Titans beat the Colts, Kurt, <laughs> 19 to 10. That's why Matt Ryan ain't gonna be starting no more. Yeah, we oh we gonna look, we gonna get to that because that's one of my shocks, bro. What in the I world? Just, I was just like, well, shoot, what took y'all so long? Yeah, they gonna make Kurt. They gonna make Kurt check in at quarterback after nah. that. <laughs> they lose the Commanders. They gonna All lose I the need is a three game week. contract. I can, if I can do a twenty yard missile, I'm good. I'm gonna hey, hit man. check down every hey, time. It is. I know a couple of. I know a couple of DBs taking that to the house. <laughs> twenty <laughs> yard missile. I'm a safe quarterback. <laughs> One of yard missiles. Uh, another one of Henry's bad bets. He bet on Atlanta against Cincinnati, and even though Cincinnati lost Jamar Chase for a couple weeks, they handled them 35 to 17. Dallas beat the Lions 24 to six. Carolina with the upset of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beat yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 21 to three, and At the Cardinals. Point, can we the- call it an upset? Because Tampa Bay looking like. Just as bad, right? Like they looking like the same thing, honestly. Might not be an upset, Kurt. You might be on to something there, man. So let's let's go ahead and uh just tackle the the top performers. Uh who y'all who do y'all boys have for top performers? Who wants to go first and give a top performer for last week? I got one. Alex, who you got, my boy? Uh that boy from Kansas City. That's a bad brother right now, boy. I want to give a special shout out to our boy, Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke, because nobody but Henry and me thought we were going to win that game. Now, I'm sorry, guys, this is last episode. That's something to take care of. But I would have bet on my boys. Taylor Heineke, great QBR, great game. Nobody believed in us. Man, it's looking good in Washington. Cause we about to beat the brakes off the Colts, man. Hey, I'm hey look, I'm, it's about listen. time for you to get it on the bets because you've been real quiet about the hey, bets. That's what I'm saying, bro. Oh, you got, oh, you hey, big big hey, you ain't saying hey, that hey, hey, yo, Alex, Alex, talk that big talk, yeah, boy. Big business. Hey, 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 Kurt, we can put a game. We can put something on this Colts game, man. 
Talk to me. That's all I've been waiting for. We look, bro. It's early, bro. It's early. Y'all, y'all, y'all want to go in and start oh, yeah, off? Okay, all right, okay. I can wait. Yeah, I can wait because I'm gonna steal a bit. Y'all ready to lose groceries early? Here we wait, go. Wait till we get to the prediction <laughs> section, man. Here we go. Kurt, Kurt, who you got as a winner, man? Who you got as a winner from last week? You know, I don't, bro. So, for me, like, for last week, it was like a toss-up because I had mixed emotions about the game because it was just like everybody was – everybody that I thought was supposed to win, lost. Everybody was just a big upset. But at the end of the day – I can't go against Jamar Chase, bro. This is another game where he had less than 10 catches and over 100 receiving yards. And two TDs, he's a walking first down. You averaging 16.2 yards every time you touch the ball. And Chase, we trust. Give him the ball. It's just like Jello. If you give him the ball, you're going to win. And that show, I can't go against Jamar Chase, man. Like, it's hard to, to skip him, but it just is what it is. And Boyd had a big game. He had 155 yards. He was averaging 19.4 yards a catch. So it's just like you can't lose if you got two guys up here giving you 100-plus yards and less than 10 catches. Like, So I got to go with Jamar Chase. But honorable mention, my boy boy got it done too. Yeah, I agree with that, bro. Uh, Jamar I Chase think- had a tremendous week, uh, even though tremendous. he didn't even finish the game. He ended up right. going out in the fourth quarter with that hip injury. He's going to miss four to six weeks, man. They're putting him on IR, but he did have a tremendous game going out. Right. Henry, the floor is yours, my boy. Man, I got to go with the commander and chief of that offense where those two amazing receivers were get, were catching passes. I think this might have been, for me, Joe Burrow's most impressive game, right? I think he was very impressive when he beat us in the playoffs last year. I thought he played well, even though there were definitely some deficiencies in the offense. There were some areas where, you know, I was hoping they'd feel to protect him a little bit better last in last year's postseason. This, this game he played, Against Atlanta, dude, 34-42 oh. for 481 yards. Dog, that's crazy. No interceptions, though. No interceptions off three tuds. Joe Burrows played the game that I expect Joe, Joe to play every single time he steps on the field. Now, what the Bengals have been doing the past few weeks, I'm not too certain. I hope this is something – I hope this is the direction they need to be heading in moving into the the second half of the year. I hope that it doesn't bite Kansas City in the butt, but I really don't believe that um I, I'm really, really I really don't believe that the Bengals take a step backwards with this one, but actually take a step forward with Joe Burrow. So and bro, even with that, dog still had a rushing T D. Twenty yards rushing. Yeah, no, nah, nah. I mean but Joey, but Joey B gonna do that though, right? Yeah. Like that's one of the things I love about Joe Burrows that I'm not a fan of. And Darius to tell you I'm I love quarterbacks. I've been a quarterback coach before. You know what I'm saying? I love mobile quarterbacks, but I love passing quarterbacks that are mobile. And I think that's one of the things that make Joe Burrow such a successful quarterback at the position is because he can throw the ball with the best of them and he can move around a little bit in the pocket. And I love the fact that he came into the league a little bit older. So that curve on his maturity was a lot less than the kid that's 21 than the kid that's 22. So I think he's he's kind of in his seat now. He's in the driver's seat. His first year he tore his what his ACL, right? Second yeah. year he made it to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, like that's I mean, that's not bad, bro. That's like what I'm saying. That's not bad at all. Second year he made it to the Super Bowl is his next year he got a 450 plus yard game on his resume. I mean, how many guys are doing that? Right? It's very few. So I think Joey B is heading in the right direction. 
I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, y'all went with tremendous, tremendous uh, selections. I'm actually going to take a different look at who won this week. I'm going to say Steve Wilkes won this week. You know, I was very critical of him becoming the Carolina Panthers head coach uh, initially, but to see the job he did with them against Tampa Bay, it was tremendous. I mean, that defense showed up to play. He is a he, he's he's kind of a defensive minded head coach, if I'm not mistaken. That defense, man, they gave Tom Brady a tough time. Although they didn't force any interceptions or fumbles on Tom Brady, that defense was was getting to him. They they sacked him twice. They had over four quarterback hits. I mean, and then not only that, but him choosing PJ Walker as that starting quarterback. I feel like Carolina might have their bridge guy. I mean, PJ Walker played. You can't ask him to play any much better than that from a third-string, fourth-string quarterback. 16 of 22, 177 yards passing, two scores. His quarterback rating was 126. I don't know if you guys saw, but that pass he made to Trimble on the sideline, he dropped a rope to Trimble on the sideline. He threw it over double coverage, and it was a tremendous ball. And he also hit DJ Moore, who finally found the end zone this season. Gosh, they had the first overall pick throwing him the ball. And it seemed like he couldn't find the end zone, but this undrafted kid comes in from, from, uh, and he just from out of nowhere, off the streets, really, because PJ Walker was a fourth string. Like I said, playing at Temple, he he was bagging groceries before he, they called him up to be their starting quarterback. So I have to go with Steve Wilkes, a tremendous coaching job, and PJ Walker leading them to victory against the goat, essentially. So, dog, and and I love that you brought in. I love that you brought in Steve Wilkes, right? Because I bragged about him a few episodes ago. Steve Wilkes is a Charlotte native. He's a North Carolina guy. So if there's not one place that I would love for him to be able to thrive, land a job and be able to keep that job, it's in Carolina. Right. And because he's so deeply rooted to HBCUs and I just love the fact that his first coaching job as a D.C. was at Johnson C. Smith, the home for home of black football, like black college football started with Johnson C. Smith. So it's like there's so much historical context. There's so much value in seeing what Steve Wilkes is doing with giving PJ an opportunity to be the quarterback with also the role in the seat that he sits in. It's not to say he hasn't been a head coach before, but he was only given a year in Arizona. You know what I'm saying? They only gave him one year in Arizona. So it's like he really hasn't even gotten his feet wet as a head coach the way he wants to be. I mean, I know he was the assistant head coach from 2015 to 2017 with the Panthers. And so for him to be back now and for him to be in that capacity, it's well-deserved. He's coming in to that organization, bringing everything to that, that team that he's brought to the city that he's brought to programs around this state. I mean, like, like, come on, man. He's an app state guy. He went to app state. He's an app state guy. Like he's North Carolina through and through like, I think every person who's a Carolina fan needs to be rooting for this guy because he is the essence, the embodiment of Carolina, like Tar Heel Nation. He's the embodiment of what it is to be from this state, you know? And so I got to, I got to shout him out, man. I hope, I hope he lands. I hope he sticks, man. I'm rooting for him big time. Yeah. And it's not like after he was fired from Arizona, they've been lighting up the world with, right. with, uh, with King Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. They have a 25, 27 and one record since Wilkes has been gone. So it's not like they have a 500 record since Wilkes has been there. So uh, I, I truly appreciate you mentioning 
his his HBCU roots because that is important. Uh, we need to see more black coaches. So um, that kind of we always look at the positive first. We got to look at the negative side of everything now. Who is your most disappointing player, most disappointing team from last week, or who's your loser for week all right, six? Can, I hey, can we all can we all say it on three? One, two, three, the Patriots. Denver Broncos. Patriots. <laughs> oh, man. So it looks like we have different options, uh, uh, different answers. I'm a little with Henry with the Broncos, but, Kurt, let me let me hear your point for the Broncos, man. I mean, not the Broncos, so, the Patriots, excuse me. I chose the Patriots because, number one, between the two quarterbacks that you had that took snaps, you had a total of three interceptions between the two. That is horrible. Yeah, that's true. And another thing. You only put up points in the second quarter. You didn't score the first, third, or fourth quarter. That uh, what? You are an NFL team. You are the Cleveland Browns ten years. Well, now still the Cleveland Browns. You suck. You like you suck. It's nothing that you could do to bring yourself back from that. All of that, and you lost to the to the Bears. Like I picked the Bears just to be controversial. I didn't think they were really going to win. I was just speaking it into existence. I hope they won. You lost to the Bears. I just know that at that organization, they have a lot of confusion going on. Anytime I see two of your quarterbacks playing in one game and can't none of them go without throwing an interception in one game, you got a lot going on. So you lost until you figure it out. I'm going to always say the Broncos suck, but the Patriots this week, because you ain't scored in three quarters, like you got shut out the second half and scored twice in the second quarter. You ain't going to beat nobody. You lost to the Bears. That means you would have lost to Carolina. You would have lost to uh, – Russ would have beat them. That's how bad they played. Uh, so that, that's why I picked them. I, I knew the easy route was the – you know, was Russ in the squad, but I had to go different with the Patriots because you went a whole 45 minutes and didn't score. That's a good point. Alex, did you have somebody specific other than Denver that was a loser? Yeah, man, Tom Brady, it's time to hang it up, man. It's time to hang it up. Look, the, the, the Buccaneers, I, and lower I call them, they call them the Buccaneers. I call them the Buccaneers because it's time to buck them up out of here. It's time to get Tom Brady up out of here. It's sad what's happening to him on national TV with his lovely wife. When stuff like that is going on, it's going to bleed over into your job. I don't care what job you have. He looked awful. 32 of uh, 49 uh, completion attempts, 65%, 290 yards. His team as a whole looks trash. And since he's the point of the offense, he looks trash as well. He hasn't played up to the standards. We always look at Tampa Bay as a title contender since um, Tom Brady is there. And they've just sold. They've just sold the entire season from the start of the season. Uh, Leonard Fournier, he came in. I think he was like, they said he was like 260 pounds as a running back. 30 to 40 pounds underweight. I mean, overweight, excuse me. When you're playing catch up like that, you're not going to get, you're not up to speed. Um, This team just looks bad, man. When they lost, they only scored three points. Tom Brady could only get you three points. And versus the Panthers at that, the Panthers just got rid of um, uh, CMC, Kurt's prediction, but they got rid of um, that other, that other guy, that, um, that wide receiver. Got rid of him. It's obvious that the uh, Panthers are blowing up the team, and you lose to that team, and furthermore, you only get three points. That's almost as worse as what the Broncos did, what Kurt was talking about, when they only got nine points. John Brady, you're the GOAT, and you can only get them in field goal range. Think about that. 
that's what that's what I have to say. That's what I gotta say. Look, it's time for Tom Brady to go home and take care of Giselle and them kids. Sorry, bro. Sorry. <laughs> that boy, that boy Alex, that boy Alex, I think you have to go to therapy, boy. You, 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 you sit there contemplating life decisions. They're boy. gonna need, they're gonna need family therapy after no, him coming so, back oh, for this yeah. nonsense, man. Oh, yeah, yeah Henry, I, know. I mean, I, I can go Broncos. I mean, this week we're fortunate enough we can't blame Russ. It's not Russ's fault this week. I right, mean, this, this week kid, it wasn't him. This kid that they started at quarterback this week was just like. Like, I mean, he's okay. They let him throw the football 46 times, which was shocking to me, right? Because you're the backup. But you also didn't get a whole bunch of contributions on the ground. Melvin Gordon complained about starting and wanted out. They started him. He had 11 carries for 33 yards, three yards a carry. That sucks. You know, Latavius Murray, I don't even know why he's still in the league, eight, eight carries for 24 yards. Fortunately, he had a touchdown, the only touchdown of the game, but that sucked. Like, you're trying to figure out who else is going to make plays on that team. I have Cortland Sutton on my fantasy team, and I don't even know why I still even play him. Bro. Three receiving or three receptions for 23 yards. You suck, Cortland Sutton. You need to do a better job, or you need to go to basketball, one of the two, because you're killing me, PD. Like, God, Lee. Like, the only bright spot of that team was Jerry Judy, and, I mean, he had seven catches for 96, but – you can have seven catches for 96. Jerry Judy, you didn't get in the end zone. So my question is still going to be, what is the identity of the Denver Broncos? Why are the Broncos so bad? Because the, they were a quarterback away this offseason. That was my understanding. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but the reason why you bring in a Russ is because we are a quarterback away. Right. Even their best defensive player, who I thought was a stud and shouted him out last week, Alex Singleton, he only had seven tackles last week. Like, there was – I mean, like, that, that's that's abysmal. That is abysmal, guys. You you have you have first-round picks not getting to the quarterback. Bradley Tubbs not touching the quarterback. Draymond Jones, I have never heard of Draymond Jones, but congratulations, you had two sacks last week. Proud of you. I mean, hey, you, you – hey, do your thing, bro. Especially if you, especially if you're gonna be the guy, you know what I'm saying? He's a third round pick. He's a third round pick. You know, so uh, I think Denver. I think Denver at this place is kind of similar to where the Carolina Panthers need to be. I think Denver is also where a lot. Yeah, they need to blow that team up. I see Whoa, the eyes getting big. They need yeah. to blow that team. That team is bad, bro. Man, that team is bad, bro. You're not it's gonna a- win no ball game. It's surprising that you say that, and that the reason I make that face is because, like you said, last season that's all they were talking about when when they didn't have a quality starting quarterback. If I'm not mistaken, Teddy Bridgewater was their starter last year, and, no, and Drew, it was, it was and Drew Lock, right? Teddy, it was Swap Teddy and, and Teddy Drew Lock, right? Drew Lock, yeah, yeah. They were saying, "Oh, the reason this team isn't successful is because of the quarterback play. We need consistent quarterback play. Maybe it's just you guys aren't that good. Maybe right. that's what it is. I mean." Right. Uh, speaking of the Broncos, they did get back one of their stud draft picks, Greg Dolchik. He was a tight end from uh, UCLA. They drafted high in the third round last year. He's back. So he's looking like he's been playing well the last two weeks. But uh, for my loser of this week, guys, I'm going to surprise you all. My loser of this week, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers. Hey, hey my boy no, still I- ain't writing back. He's still yeah, Geno Smith, what'd you say, bro? He's leading the league in completion percentage. Who would have oh. thought? 
Bro, he's 20. He went 20 for 27 and two TDs, bro. Geno Smith is playing tremendous. There's no reason a team with so much with as much firepower as the Chargers should have lost to the to the the Seattle Seahawks. Like I know Seattle's riding high right now. They have tremendous coaching. Geno's playing out of his mind. Kenneth Walker the third is looking like one of the better running backs to come from that draft class. But Justin Herbert, 33 or 51. He doesn't touch 300 yards again with going over 40 pass attempts, two touchdowns, one interception. He sacked three times, has a fumble loss. Like, I feel like, I feel like Justin Herbert does not get enough negative press on him for how much talent that team has. And you guys might look at me crazy when I say this, but the, the way they went out last season with all of that talent they had, was was awful. I don't know if it's it's their coach. Maybe maybe Staley needs to be fired. But the going forward on fourth down, the way they play this reckless abandonment of football, it just doesn't make sense to me. When you have Austin Eckler, who is one of the most versatile running backs in football, I would say Austin Eckler is probably top ten, a top ten running back in football. When you have yeah. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen with Gerald Everett as a as a tight end, you have <laughs> top ten weapons in football. There's no reason why you guys are not a top ten offense. There's no reason why you guys aren't one of yeah. the better teams in the league. Your and Justin is Herbert is often named <laughs> as a top five quarterback in football. He's he's in Come almost on, everybody's he's everybody's, in everybody's top five. Top five. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's four or five, it doesn't matter because he's still a top five guy. Exactly. And they're not they're not using Keenan Allen, bro. He only had two receptions for 11 yards. You're not getting him involved. Now, granted, I will say Keenan is just working his way back from a hamstring injury, but that doesn't. But that's not an excuse. I'm still targeting him ten times. A hurt hamstring with him is better than most guys in the league. Exactly. Because Keenan's not going to drop that ball, right? and with Mike Williams, Mike Williams is better than a lot of people's than some people's first receiver, let alone he's right. your second receiver. There's yeah. no reason. And Henry, you brought up a valid point, and I want to just touch on this, and then we'll get to the next segment. There's no reason why we group Justin Herbert with the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Thank Joe you. Burrow, but he has not done anything in the he I has not touched the playoffs in his career yet. Patrick Mahomes, when he was a starter his first season, he went to the Super Bowl. He was he went to the playoffs. Excuse me. He lost in the, in, in the divisional round. Second season as a starter, made it to the Super Bowl and won. Joe and Burrow MVP. and MVP. Joe yeah. Burrow his his first healthy season as a starter. Like you said, first season he towards ACL. He comes back. He takes that team on a wild card run. Makes it to the Super Bowl. Josh Allen, although he's in the AFC East, what people think is a weak division, he's he's been in the playoffs every season since he's been the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I, Lamar Jackson is an MVP and has been in the playoffs consistently. Yeah. Like I just I don't understand why people will take Justin Herbert over Lamar Jackson or why they group. I don't. Him. I, yeah, I, I put it to you this way. I put it to you this way. If if we're looking at quarterbacks as tiers on a pyramid, right at the point of that pyramid, which would be the tier one quarterbacks, there are only three in the NFL. It's only three in the NFL. It's sad to say it, but it's Pat. It's Tom, it's uh, A-Rod. Those, those are the three at the top of the pyramid, right? I'd hate to have to group a Lamar Jackson and a Josh Allen with a guy like a Justin Herbert, but they're more comparable to a Justin Herbert than they are comparable to uh, Patrick Mahomes because 
Pat has not only got the MVP, but Pat has also got the Super Bowl. Now, the only reason why I think that line teeters a little bit when it comes to a guy like Lamar Jackson is because Lamar Jackson's got the MVP as well. And we're seeing that he's still extremely productive after the Ravens are constantly peeling back the layers of that team. Like they're almost at the center of the onion right now. And all you see is Lamar, Lamar and Mark Andrews. And it's like, okay, what else are we going to do with this team? You know, like. There, there's there's not many resources for the Ravens. And because I haven't seen the Ravens make a big move in the trade in like during trade cycle to bring him in and solidified receiving help, I do not believe that they're going to resign him at the end of the year. I've been saying this since we started this show. I've been saying this constantly. I do not believe that the Ravens are going to resign Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson and Darius, you and I talked about this yesterday on the phone. I think Lamar Jackson is going to be a Miami Dolphin at the at the start of next season. <laughs> I think he's going to be a Miami Dolphin, but that's just to say that we're looking at this tier of football where we're grouping quarterbacks like, like, I mean, we're grouping quarterbacks like they're just easy commodities to come by. You don't find a Patrick Mahomes in every draft. You don't find a Tom Brady in every draft or an A-Rod in every draft. And so for the Chargers to think that who they have in Herbert is this superstar talent, I'm still not convinced. I'm st- I think he's a tough quarterback. I do. I think he's tough, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's, I think he's a top 10 guy and I think he's below five. In my opinion, he's below five. He's, in my opinion, closer, y'all tell me if I'm tripping. I would him. say he's y'all closer to nine than he's closer to yeah, six. Yeah, I was going to say, say y'all that. tell me if I'm tripping. I think he's in the bottom, I think he's in the bottom 10, like in the bottom half of that 10. Yeah, bro, I just, oh, go ahead, bro, my fault. You go ahead, bro. You go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I just want to say I had to get that off my chest, bro, because I I just I hate I feel like that's doing a disservice to, like you said, Henry, to the elite quarterbacks in the league. I truly feel like it is. I truly feel like that's a disservice. I wanted to I wanted to shout out because Alex brought up a really good point about Geno, man. Geno's killing the game in completion percentage. But you also know that Geno is the number three quarterback in football for QBR passer rating. I can believe wow. it. That's huge, guys. Right now, on average, he's got a 107.7. And so Gino is Gino, I think, is trying to leave that. You used a really good term to rise bridge quarterback. He's trying to leave that realm of bridge quarterback and saying that there's a space for him in this league. If Seattle is smart, Seattle goes ahead and locks him down. Not anything exclusive. I'm not saying give him 40 million a year. No, I'm saying if you like him. If you think that he can continue to be a productive uh, player for you, especially with having DK Metcalf still there, some other pieces like Kenneth Walker, bringing in a solid, you know, a solid tight end, some pieces around him. I think he could be serviceable in Seattle because Seattle's not going to win anything. They need to continue. They need to go back to the philosophy of build a solid defense, have a defense that beats teams and have an offense that keeps the ball long enough for the defense to get a break. And that's why Russ was successful. So. Personally, I'd like to see Lamar Jackson in Seattle because I think Seattle is thirsty for another <laughs> star quarterback. And I think Russell Wilson is, I mean, excuse me, not Wilson. I think Lamar Jackson is Russell Wilson, but elevated. He might not be the passer that he is, but he's bigger, he's faster, and he's gonna get your he's gonna get your fans more involved in the in the football game. Because I mean it's been a it's been a quite a drought. For Seattle, we, used to, we went from the Legion of Boom to the early uh, 2010s. 
I think it's, it would be a wise move to – you got the fans energized with Geno Smith, but we all know that this is not Geno Smith. This is a breakout season, and he's been in the league for quite some time. Yeah. But if you if you want to hey, tell your fans, hey, we are invested in winning, you see what's going on in Baltimore. You see that, like Henry said, it's very unlikely that they're going to bring Lamar back because of what he's asking for. If you're Seattle, what do you have to lose? You have uh, you have Tyler Lockett, you have DK Metcalf, you have these athletes at the wide out. All you're missing, in my opinion, other than the defense, is that premier dual threat quarterback. No, Lamar Jackson isn't the passer, but that can come when you have guys that are constantly getting open. It's hard to miss guys that are consistent. Like Tyler Lockett is not no slouch. DK Metcalf is faster than everybody I know of except Tyreek Hill. That's a problem. That's a three-headed monster that most teams are not going to be able to solve. And I ain't gonna lie to you, Alex. I think that's a great. I think that's a great landing spot, right? Because I, I think, I think uh, Lamar Jackson is a great passer. I think he's a great thrower of the football. I've seen him make some throws that I was like, wow, like that kid can really throw the football, you know. But I think the issue is the market. Like, if you could choose, if you could choose Miami or you could choose Seattle, like. <laughs> Hey, just like, ask, you gotta ask. Look, you got to ask yourself. Like, just ask LeBron I, about that. Uh, yeah, uh, like, Alex, you know what I'm saying? You want Miami? You want to go back to Cleveland? Which one? I, right, I like, take Miami for 140 mil. <laughs> yeah, dude. and you got to understand nah, Lamar is a Florida guy too, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if Lamar could go back, that boy going to Atlanta or he going to Tennessee? Ooh, if he go to Tennessee, That'd I don't even know. Crazy, I think that though. Tennessee team is depleted too, though, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's they got they got the funds to bring him. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm interested, though, in that, Alex, because if Seattle could get another quarterback in there that's superior to Geno, I think their offense could take off. See, you know what? I know y'all looked at y'all notes. I knew y'all was looking at y'all notes because, you know what, y'all talking about quarterbacks changing landing spots and stuff. I'm not even going to wait for the segment I had. It was like an off-the-hip type segment that I mentioned. The title of the segment is QB or not QB. You know, you like y'all like to play on words to be or not to be QB or not QB. So Henry and I were having a conversation off air, everybody, and we kind of went through a list of teams that essentially were okay with their quarterback now. And we really only landed we landed on less than 15 teams. I'll read the teams. Uh, of course, Kansas City. We went with the Chargers because they've just drafted Herbert. Uh, the Rams. Arizona just gave Kyler Murray all that money. Buffalo is okay with Josh Allen, Cincinnati. I put Baltimore on the list that of a quarterback they have that's okay, but this conversation has made me rethink Baltimore. Uh, Dallas has just paid Dak. Jacksonville has Sunshine, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Philly. They're they're seeming pretty okay with, with Jalen Hurts right now with how they how he has them. Pittsburgh just drafted Kenny Pickett, and I had Cleveland because of the contract they gave Deshaun Watson. So that leaves maybe 20 teams. I'll go through the teams and I'll go through the quarterbacks. And the reason I ask this is because typically at the end of the year, we see a huge quarterback carousel and I have a list of free agents. And there's also five to six quarterbacks that are coming up into the league from college that are projected to be top draft picks. So I just want to read a couple of the teams to you guys. I got Carolina, Seattle, your boys, Kurt, uh, Indy, Chicago, maybe. Maybe they're not sold on Justin Fields, uh, Houston, my Jets, the Giants, Atlanta, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay. I put them next to each other because of Aaron and Tom's age. You never know when they'll walk out the door. 
New Orleans, Washington, Denver, got the Raiders, the Patriots, San Fran, Minnesota, Miami, Detroit, and Tennessee. Now, I, I was able to take a list or, or take a look at the list of free agent quarterbacks that are coming up. This, this list is actually headlined by Tom Brady, who will be a free agent, by Lamar Jackson, like we mentioned, who will be a free agent. Then you have middling guys. Daniel Jones will be a free agent. He's playing well. Maybe a team will take a chance on him. You got good old Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Teddy Bridgewater will be a free agent, Jacoby Brissett. Your boys, Geno Smith, will be a free agent. Andy Dalton will be a free agent. You got a, a couple serviceable starters. Cooper Rush will be a free agent. So I, I just – I have a question for you guys. Out of the, that list of teams that I rang off, along with the rookies that will be coming into the league, like I mentioned, there's six rookies that are projected to be high draft picks. Uh, you got Bryce Young. You got C.J. Stroud. You got Will Levis. Will Levis coming in from uh, uh, Kentucky. You have – uh, KJ Jefferson from Arkansas. He's projected to be a late first, early second round guy. You have the kid from Florida, Anthony Richardson. You also have uh, Jaron Hall, another BYU guy coming in. There's actually a lot of quarterbacks that could be switching teams, could be coming into the league. You got my man from Tennessee, a guy that Henry likes that I also like too, Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. He just beat Alabama. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke from the Miami, the University of Miami. And last but not least, uh, you have one more quarterback that I did want to mention. Michael Penix Jr. from Washington is also a guy that is looking to come into the league to be a first, second, third round projected pick. So you have about 15 to 16, 17 viable quarterbacks that could be on the market this upcoming season. Not only if a guy decides to demand a trade, you never know. Like out of these teams, what team do you guys feel like will be looking to replace their quarterback next year? Indianapolis Colts, number one. They need to get Hendon Hooker by any means necessary. Okay. And you don't you don't believe that a veteran quarterback would work for them? You think they need to draft a guy? No, they need to build around somebody. They didn't got Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers, and Matt Ryan. Like all of them, I guess you want to call them vets. Nobody yeah. else is going to come to Indy. Your best bet is to get a draft pick. Get somebody that you can build around your organization with. Somebody that's coming in, they can learn your system. You can develop them. I like Hend um, Hendon Hooker. He's a six-year senior, so he's not a sophomore coming out of college. He's seen a few things. Like you say, he just beat Bama. He did his thing. So we, he could come in and soak in all of the information and do well. The other quarterbacks, you know, uh, what's the guy from Stanford? Tanner McKee. He's, he's just a redshirt sophomore. I don't, yeah. I don't believe in him, honestly. I don't think he'll come in and do well. Now, I know they got him projected to be, you know, a good quarterback coming in, but I he gives me, you know, feels from Chicago. He gives me that type of energy. I, I don't believe in what he'll do. I think Hendon Hooker, like I said, he's seen a lot. He's done a lot. He can come in. He's he's mature enough to handle the NFL environment. And Tennessee, to me, is an NFL-style offense, if you will. They're not like Oregon. They're not doing all this other stuff. They kind of – hit the ground running with it. And he can get into an NFL playbook and get it going. And I think Indy needs to take advantage of that if they can. I don't know what you need to give away to get him or make sure that you get him, but you need to do it because what you've been doing, these past three quarterbacks obviously have not been it. Right. I agree, bro. Hendon Hooker, like you said, six-year senior, he'll be 25 when the draft rolls around. So that's similar to Joe Burrow coming right. into the league as a, a fifth-year, six-year senior who's seen a lot, been to a lot of pro-style offenses. 
I like that fitting uh, in Indianapolis, Kurt. Uh, Kurt. Uh, who you got, Henry? Yeah, I love that. I love that fitting. Um, Hooker reminds me of uh, – he reminds me a lot of – and Darius and I talked about this the other day. He reminds me a lot of that Vince Young-esque type of build, 6'4", 230, big body guy. He can throw the football around a little bit. But I would tell you, if I'm the Indianapolis Colts, because we haven't been winning ball games, I'm not betting my hat on a quarterback in this draft, right? If you're a head coach, you haven't already had success or you're struggling to keep a job. I think the biggest issue for me, if I was a, a head coach, knowing that my seat is getting hot, I wouldn't risk my job on a rookie, right? Because you build around a kid if you're new to the program, you're new to the, the job, Right. We saw what happened with Rosen. Next thing you know, they got a new head coach. They brought in a new quarterback. You know, we see that being a bad thing. At this point, what else can you do? You want to bring in another Matt Ryan? What you want to go get, Kirk Cousins? I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not. Garoppolo's out there. (laughs) I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk. The same type of season. Your best bet is that I would rather take a chance on an incoming uh, NFL draft than do what I did again the last three quarterbacks. Because right. who, who else is going to go to Indianapolis? But I would also take a chance on another head coach if I'm Indianapolis, right? But that's right. your selection. So yeah, I'm, I don't, cool I'm not that. dissecting your selection. I'm just saying that uh, of the teams, like if I'm a head coach that's been in the game a little brick, I'm going to be really nervous about, you know, trying to keep my job and drafting a rookie quarterback unless I know I have certainty from the organization that I'm not getting fired. Like if I'm not getting fired and I know I can move some pieces around to go get a top quarterback in this draft, I will do that. I just don't want to lose my job in the process, you know, but fact, so. Makes sense. there is, there is an organization that I would love, 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 love so much to, uh, to, to see a change. I'll, I'll say this. I think Tom is going to go to San Francisco. That's mine. That's my like, oh, because Tom wanted to go to San Francisco. Like that, I think that's where Tom wanted to be. But I would love to see Aaron Rodgers leave the Green Bay Packers. And I would love to see him go to Las Vegas. Do y'all know how cool that would be? Bro, y'all thinking about it. Everybody stopped and started thinking about it. If Aaron Rodgers, Mr. like Mr. Gambler himself, Mr. Wildcard himself, Mr. Quick Draw, you know what I'm saying? He plays his own game. He doesn't care about what nobody says. Everybody's vax, but me, I do holistic medicine and all that. How dope would it be if A-Rod packed it up and went to go be with his boy out in Las Vegas? That would be crazy. That would be, that would be crazy. Y'all, y'all know how crazy. Listen, the AFC West, a madhouse. I'm talking about it would be a bloodbath in the division. Mm. I'm talking about a slaughter fest, bro. It and would the be Chargers the would be the worst team in that division. I would. Huh? The, it'd be between the Chargers and Denver, who's worse in that division at that. Oh point, well, I mean, man. Denver's gonna stay at the bottom of the barrel because Denver, Denver just gave. Russ, all this guaranteed money. So what are you gonna do? You gonna cut them? You still gotta pay them. Like, like I, if if I'm if I'm Las Vegas, we don't do nothing. I ain't trading no. I ain't trading DA. Like ah, uh, Adams, you staying here? What we gonna do? We gonna go get your boy though. You know what would be cool to see? And I know it probably would never happen with Aaron Rodgers if he went to Pittsburgh. 
I would like to see him go to Pittsburgh and be under the coach that always at least gets him to 500. He knows he's going to walk in into a playoff team. That's a burden off his shoulders. Yeah, but I just – I think at this point of of A-Rod's career, he's tired of the cold weather. I can see that. You see what I'm saying? He's been in Detroit. He's been in Green Green Bay for a brick. Get him some white buffs. Yeah, give him some – yeah. So you can give him some buffs now. Hey, give him some buffs and send him to Detroit. Yeah. Send him to Detroit. You send A-Rod to Detroit, it might be a problem. Yeah, he might get busy down in Detroit because Detroit defense going to be like that real soon. Yeah, they they gonna be all right. I think that would only be a problem for uh, for the Lions <laughs> for, the, for, the, <laughs> for the team. <laughs> Alex, uh, who you got, man? What team and what quarterback pairing do you feel like would be nice? It could be drafty, it could be vet. Who who you got? Look, man, I've been saying this since the beginning of the podcast. We need to rebuild. We need to rebuild. Taylor Heineke, he's going to give us some good highlights, um, but we need to start fresh. We don't need to bring in a vet to try to trick the fans. We're not fooled. We knew what we were getting with Carson Wentz. Now, he's been surprising this season, but we know this is not going to last. I would like us to get this guy, and I'm going to butcher his last name, Ugalele. That's what I'm calling him out of Oh, okay. DJ, DJ, <laughs> DJ, you, you, you go late. Okay. Henry, Henry uh, hates. Alugaloo, Alugale, Alugale, I think it is. Uh, uh, Alugale, something like that. Henry does not like DJ Alugale. Listen, I'll be our quarterback, bro. I'll be our quarterback, bro. Because Alugale is not it, bro. He's not I think it, he's bro. a stud, bro. I he's think he's a stud, it, Alex. I personally do as well, bro. He's not it, bro. I, I, I think he's something special, bro. Like, he's not C.J. Stroud. He's not Bryce Young, of course. But, dog, he's 6'4". He looks like Cam Newton to me. Honestly, he really does. He really looks like he could be that MVP Cam. And if we're going to bring him in, we need to push out Ron Rivera. Because something about Ron Rivera in 2015 made me think that he wanted the credit for how good the Panthers did. And it led to their downfall. I feel like he wanted to be, this is my team. I coached this team that nobody, that kind of came out of the blue, went all the way to the Super Bowl. I feel like we need to push him out for real. If he's going to throw Carson Wentz under the bus, I can imagine what he's going to do to a new rookie quarterback that's, gonna, that's just trying to get his feet wet, trying to learn the system, trying to learn the surroundings. It's not just learning football. It's learning the, the environment around you. And I don't think – you know what I'm saying? I think Ron Rivera doesn't have time for that, or we feel like he doesn't. So we need to push him out and bring in Ugalele. Washington is the legend killer. Washington a killer career before it started. No, that's Don't, no more, dog. Don't say that, bro. RG3, man. RG3. If he goes so, anywhere else, he's a great – He's RG3, yeah, RG3 went anywhere else, he's still playing football today. He's still playing football if yeah. he went anywhere else. I guarantee you I wouldn't be talking about – we wouldn't be talking about – uh, Lamar Jackson, the way we do, because RG was Lamar. Yeah, for real, RG, it was. That was on Mike Shanahan for playing him in that Seattle game, bro. That was that. Yeah. As a coach, you're supposed to be like, no, you're good this season. We see what you're doing in 2012. Yes, I remember what season it was. We're seeing what you're going to do in 2012. We see we have a future with you. Sit down because your legs are about shot, my boy. Yeah, and then, cool. it's been dark ever since then, bro. It's been dark ever since then. But check me out. Mike Shanahan's not there. Ron Rivera's on his way out. I'll be the coach. I'll be the coach. I tell him what to do. I tell him throw to Terry Lawrence. Throw to him. Run the football. 
Hey, I tell y'all, I tell y'all what, I tell y'all what, Alex, y'all quarterback is not a Lugale, but I appreciate you trying. You tried, <laughs> you tried, but I tell well, you what, I tell you what, I tell, I tell you who your quarterback is. Nobody want to hear me. I'm telling you what, if the commanders want to be in ball games, hey, and folks on the cast, y'all hear me because I ain't been wrong a lot. But when I'm wrong, I could have been right. Y'all need to get Caleb Williams. He is the answer for your team at quarterback. If you watch the way he throws the football, his throwing ability and his talent will complement every single weapon you have on that roster perfectly. He throws the right ball at the right time, in the right moment, under the right pressure. He is the reason why Pac-12 football is important again. Because every time he touches the field, he is a walking 40-point game. I'm telling you, watch what I'm, watch what I'm telling Nobody wants to believe me when Caleb Williams comes into the league. Caleb Williams, in my opinion, this is just me, he is one of the few players that I've seen in college. I've watched a few of his games. He's one of the few players I've seen in college that can go to any team in football right now and be successful. I believe in Caleb Williams, just not in Washington. Boomer I Sooner. Like Washington's organization. No, he, he ain't no Boomer Sooner. Cut it out. Bro. Cut it out. Cut it out. Bro, Cut it out. Washington's organization will demolish any potential. Now, and I, you know, I, I'm a Colts fan. I promise you ain't disrespecting your squad. But name me a legitimate, solid quarterback that came out of Washington that went in and stayed there and did numbers. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, yeah. Kirk. You like that? Oh, okay, that's fine. Kirk. Outside of Kirk Cousins. Name me another one. Donovan was straight too, though. But he didn't get drafted there, though. So you talking about drafted? Okay, you talking about drafted? That's what really through and through. He went to he went to Washington by chance. Like that just happened. They paid him. They gave yeah, him. Yeah, he went there for that's it. He went yeah. there. He, start, check. he started that big check at quarterback because Donovan was like, "I'm not coming here, bro." I, I'd probably say Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell was solid. No, he was solid, bro. No, he was no. solid. He was solid for a brick. He was solid for a brick for three games. He was solid for a while. Okay, all right. I love y'all. All right. I, okay, so real quick, the only reason why I say Caleb Williams, right? Because a lot of people, a lot of people aren't giving Caleb the credit that he is due, right? I'm looking at Caleb Williams' stats right now. They are six and one. It's disappointing that they lost to Utah. I was I was sad at that. But even in that loss against Utah, it wasn't the fact that Caleb Williams didn't do his part because Caleb Williams in that Utah game. Went 25 of 42 for 381. You know how many tuds he threw, fellas? Four. Five. He threw five tuds in that game. Do y'all know how many interceptions he has on the season? Uh, Probably four. Three. One. Oh, that's good. Crazy. Hey. He's, very, he's very safe with the football. He's he very safe with the football. Do y'all know? Okay. There was one game where he threw one touchdown. There are three games where he threw two touchdowns. He has had a three-touchdown game in college, a four-touchdown game in college this season, and a five-touchdown game in college. And his five-touchdown game in college was the game he lost. 
He's also got 235 yards on the ground off three tuds. The kid is a walking bucket, y'all. He's a walking go-getter, bro. If Washington wants to win games, they need a kid who can come in and play football. And it's sad to say it because the kid is a sophomore. That's yeah. who y'all need. Yeah, y'all gonna have to do another season of tanking. That's who y'all need, bro. He's a sophomore, and I'm sad that he can't come to y'all right now because that's who y'all need. Kurt, I'll be honest with you, man. Jason Campbell's Washington, Washington career was pretty bad. I just pulled up his stuff. He yeah, wasn't he, good, bro. yeah, he he wasn't good. He won like 16 games in six seasons as yeah, he, five he seasons as a Washington football team. That's why I said three games. He was not good. Yeah, he was not very good. Before him, it was 05, and it was Mark Mark Brunell. And I, I don't know if Mark Brunell, he wasn't drafted there. He was drafted to Jacksonville. So, they like like you mentioned, Kurt, the, the Washington Commanders, they are not a very good drafting of a quarterback team and developing. So, ah, I would hate that for Caleb Williams. But like you said, Henry, he's a stud. I say Boomer Sooner because last year he was doing this right down in Oklahoma, right there in Norman. So, I claim him, but he went with his coach. I can't blame him at all. My what do y'all think, what do oh, y'all think about that white boy? What do y'all think about that white boy at uh, uh UGA Bennett? Y'all think he's solid? I think he's wow. trash. Yeah, he's trash, bro. <laughs> I think he's so bad. Yeah, too. he has the best weapons in college football. He but has an NFL receiving core, bro, bro. They love him though, bro. Yeah, he, he is a he reminds me of like a Brady Quinn. He reminds me of a uh who else like colt mccoy like he's colt one of McCoy. them like yeah, all yeah, this yeah. talent on your team yeah you just yeah. don't have to mess up like bro he's yeah. gonna be, he's gonna be trash if i had to choose a quarterback to switch teams we've all mentioned lamar i'm gonna say lamar as well because this is one of the thoughts i had it's one team that i haven't heard anybody mention lamar going to the new orleans saints if Lamar Jackson went to an offense that has Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave. In yeah. their defense. And that defense and yeah. a pretty good offensive line. Something that we can – bro, they could take over in that the division. Anderson. That division is, is kind, of, kind of bad right now. Tampa Bay's, I think, tied for first uh, with three wins. If, all they're missing is a valid quarterback. All that Taysom Hill package stuff, they can kick that to the curb because you have your Taysom Hill and your Andy Dalton and your uh, Jameis Winston in one player, and that'd be Lamar Jackson. So yeah. I feel well, like that'd be a yeah. Oh, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna look at this Chiefs game and I'm gonna say that I think Lamar. Not only should he go to Seattle, but I think he should think about that 49ers team, that top five defense. Now they got blown out by Pat Mahomes, but that's Pat Mahomes. Jimmy Garoppolo did the very best he could do, but if you got uh, Lamar Jackson in there with CMC now, with George Kittle, you got something going on with that. Ooh, Debo, CMC. Debo, CMC. Ooh, they got Kittle. Brandon Ayuk. Trent Williams Ooh. at the left tackle. Ooh. That defense is probably you know top five at health, when oh, healthy. Oh, Alex, that's crazy. They can't afford it. They can't afford it. I, I don't I, – they can't afford it. And here's why I know they can't afford it, because they haven't given – um, uh, Bosa contract yet? Oh yeah, they're probably gonna wait till the off season extension. Yeah, Bosa. yeah, they, yeah, they, they. Of course, they're gonna wait till the off season. They have to. They, they can't afford. They can't afford him. I, I would, I would love to see that. I would pay to see that football team play eighteen games, right? But they can't afford it because 
I was reading an article when they traded away uh, CMC. They were like, why would you go get CMC at a position who's who plays a position that you're already pretty good at? Because let's not lie, the 49ers aren't bad at running back. There's more areas they could have addressed. But then you got to give Bosa money. You got to pay some of those other guys on defense. I just don't think they could afford it. But, man, fantasy world, man, put that team together. I'm with you, Alex. Put that team together, bro. I'd pay good money, bro. I, listen, I would go. I would go to a couple games. You can believe oh, that. Sure. Easy, you can believe that. <laughs> I pay to see that. Yeah, Henry, you're right, man. Bosa's playing on that fifth year option. They're yeah. gonna have to pay him some bread. They're gonna have to pay him, season, bro. They're gonna have to. Yeah, he gonna he gonna he's he a, gonna get paid because he's he's had an All Pro season in his first five years in his career. Three time yeah. Pro Bowler, Defensive Rookie of the Year, and he was an All Pro. Like, yeah, they're gonna have to pay him, uh, but. Kind of like you guys mentioned, like contracts and people changing teams. That kind of pivots as well to with the trade deadline approaching. I had a couple names that people were talking about moving. Uh, we all we all saw, uh, like we mentioned earlier, off off cam, Kadarius Tony traded from the Giants to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we saw James Robinson traded from the the Jaguars to the Jets to replace Brees Hall. We just got to take a moment of silence every time Brees Hall's name comes up. I apologize, guys. Uh, there's a couple other people that they were mentioning getting traded. Brandon Cooks from the Texans. He plays receiver. Cam Akers running back for the Rams. Uh, Kareem Hunt. is. I've seen his name uh, on, on a lot of trade requests. They said Philly's looking to try to get Kareem Hunt. I saw uh, Melvin Gordon might be on the way out. A.J. Green's looking to go to Green Bay. Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler, the two receivers for the Broncos. Bradley Chubb, the defensive end for the Broncos. Chase Claypool, one of Henry's guys. Uh, that he likes a lot. Pittsburgh, he's they're looking to trade him as well. Is there one piece that you guys believe could take a middling team to a superstar team? What would be like the perfect trade for you guys? Henry, I know you're good at this. You called CMC and you called Robbie Anderson getting traded. So we're going to let you go first. What's a player you think that's, that's realistically on the market that could, that could cha- tra- change a team's fortunes? Um, I got two players. I think okay. the two players that should probably be on the move between now and November one's deadline is Kareem Hunt and Bradley Chubb. Okay. And I think that Kareem Hunt, if you ask me, needs to go to Dallas. I think Bradley Chubbs needs to go to a team that is desperate for pass rush. I would say Bradley Chubbs needs to go to L.A. I would think he needs to go to the Rams. I would trade Cam Akers and whatever else I'd need to over to the Broncos to get Bradley Chubb because that would give a little bit more of a pass rush help for a guy like Aaron Donald. So that way it's not a constant double team. I would at least be able to put somebody who strikes a little bit of fear, whose name rings a little bit of bells across the league to try to get some pass rush on that defense, especially if LA wants to turn that season around. And because of the significant injury that, um, that Ezekiel had just taken, that kind of leaves you in a position where Pollock is your number one guy. They brought up this kid off of their practice squad that they signed uh, last week, and they're playing. Uh, Ezekiel has a ex- uh, hyperextended knee, but luckily and, his foot wasn't planted, and so right. they think it's just extended. They don't believe it's torn or anything. Yeah. But I don't think Ezekiel Elliott is going to be a member of Dallas next season. And so I think if they're looking to continue that that run the football type of philosophy they've always had, I think you can do that with Kareem Hunt. 
and get more productivity out of it. But if Kareem Hunt doesn't go to Dallas, Kareem Hunt would need to go to a team who is desperate for a running game. And at this current moment, I can't think of a team whose O-line is designed for a running game who doesn't have a solid running back besides maybe a Dallas. Um, Maybe... I, if I was New York, if I was the Jets, Kareem Hunt was my top target. I wouldn't have gone anywhere else besides Kareem Hunt. But that is okay because they brought in a decent replacement. Maybe maybe Kareem Hunt could fit well in Tennessee. He could fit really well with the with a King Henry and a Kareem Hunt running out that backfield. So those are just some of my my options. I can't think of any other other places right now, but I think that's where I would go, those two guys. Uh, another big name I left off, uh, 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 Alvin Kamara. They said Alvin Kamara is a guy that Philly was also looking at maybe trading for if if they decide to blow it up. So that's another team, that, another guy, another team. So, uh, Kurt, who you got? I'm thinking I'm going with Pittsburgh with Chase Claypool. I feel like with everything that they have going on, this is this is something that you could possibly – get something good going within that Pittsburgh organization. You, you have a, you know, you have your quarterback situation, everything that, you know, that that entails, but I feel like Chase Claypool, you know, that's one person you could go without to try to bring something in better. I don't see him being a pivotal, like a key component of that offense. You know, you, I think he comes maybe a dime a dozen. I think you could really get him off. As far as anybody else, I don't see them miss. I don't outside of what Henry said because I agree with everything he said because I had some of those on my list as well. But to me, for for Pittsburgh, I think moving him before this deadline would be beneficial. Might not be now, but maybe next year because of what you possibly could get for him. He's he's not you know he's not thirty five. He's not on his way out. You, you got plenty of life left in him to make a trade and get something going. So. That's that's the only person that really makes sense to me outside of what outside of what Henry had just mentioned, and I don't I don't see Pittsburgh you know making a big push here. So I think it's now for you to try to build and try to get as much as you can off of you know some some talent that you have within the organization that you can actually live without. Right, Alex, who are you liking as a potential uh, trade candidate to a specific team? Um, I think Ezekiel Elliott. Um, talking back to what Henry was saying, I think Ezekiel. Elliott, Elliot is now going to be a member of the Cowboys. I feel like he's flopped tremendously in these last three or four seasons. It's like his rushing yards have gone down about 100, 200 yards per season. Since those first three seasons, he's been in the, um, the league where he was just phenomenal. I would like to see, um, and I had it written down here, I'd like to see Ezekiel Elliott, if the Packers want to convince A-Rod to stay, I'd like to see them bring in Ezekiel Elliott. Trying to make a uh, – he's a legit two at this point in his career, a legit two running back. Um, so I think he would be a good fit there. Um, or th- a number two for the Seahawks to kind of try to push them over the edge as well. I feel like he's – like you said, he's not he's not Kenneth Walker by any means. He's not CMC by any means, but he can make a difference still. I'd like to see him on one of those two teams. I like or, that, bro. Or Alvin Kamara. I think Alvin Kamara would be better, a better option. But if they can't get Alvin Kamara, I think Ezekiel Elliott would be the better choice. And see, it honestly surprised me seeing that they were even considering moving Kamara. Honestly, like I thought that's like a, 
Yeah, I thought that was like a, a cornerstone type player that you would always try to keep. But yeah, that's a yeah. person you let retire. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I was thinking as well. But yeah, man, word on the street is Philly was making calls for him, and people they're taking calls from in New Orleans. So I mean, hey, I guess they feel like they can replace him. But uh, a guy I had and a team I had that I honestly felt like was a perfect pairing. Honestly, like you guys said, two team, uh, two players for one team, though. I feel like Brandon Cooks or Jerry Judy going to Green Bay would be perfect. I feel like Green Bay is still missing that stud number one receiver, that number one receiver that has the ability to, like, kind of take the top off the defense, has the ability to really, like, take over a game. And even though Jerry Judy hasn't shown that to this point in his career, I feel like he could with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. I know Aaron Rodgers isn't what he used to be, or at least he doesn't look like what he used to be because he's missing Devontae. But getting getting him a guy like Jerry Judy, getting him a guy like Brandon Cooks, who's been a number one for Houston, and Houston's had worse quarterbacks than Aaron Rodgers significantly throwing him the ball. So I would like to see Aaron get a guy like either – Jerry Judy or or uh, Brandon Cooks to be his number one. So that's that's really what I was thinking there. Uh, that kind of takes us perfectly into week eight. I know y'all boys were chomping at the bit to make bets for week eight. So this is kind of what I'm ready for. Like y'all y'all know me, man. I'm, Before we do that, I just had a great thought. What's up with the Chase Claypool? Uh huh. I feel like if they could get him there. I feel like the Dallas Cowboys could use him. I don't know why. If he goes to the Cowboys, I feel like that's what they need. They need another person that can that can take pressure off what they have. He'll be a legitimate target to where he has to be game planned for. Right. If the Cowboys, I don't know what their finances look like. If they could afford to get him or get a trade going to get him, he would be a difference maker. And he would be a reason why they could do a late push in the playoffs. If not, be a good contender to actually win. Because now you have another option. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to flood the ball to CeeDee Lamb or anybody like that. You have to do all of that. Chase Claypool is a, he's a, he's a stud, man. Like he do what he do. So if you can get him, that is a whole different offense. That opens up a playbook. Now, and I know we get into the prediction, so I ain't going to be long, but that just came to my mind. Like I was thinking about teams where he could go, but if he could get to Dallas, I think he would be happy there. I think he would like to be a part of that organization. I think they would like to have him if they could get him. No, I like that a lot, Kurt, because their number two receiver this year besides CeeDee Lamb has been Noah Brown, and Noah Brown's a late draft pick. I believe he might have even been undrafted. So get in a – Chase – like you said, Chase Claypool's a stud, bro. His last season was really good. telling you, if they can get him in Dallas, Dallas automatically becomes better just by him being on the field. That so we're going we to see. It's a, it's a lot of options. And I'm pretty sure that somebody in the front office has even mentioned his name before. Exactly. And we so, didn't even mention some guys like Josh Allen, the, the defensive end for the Jags, has been getting calls. Right. Uh, they've been calling for Brian Burns. It's yeah. a lot of talent that has been – names have been floated out. A lot of those guys on New England are, are even up for calls. I know they said Damian Harris might be up because – they're, they're liking what they have with Ramondre. So it's a lot of talent that's possibly able to be moved. So, so yeah, I, I, I like that, though, Kurt. Dallas would be interesting. I just – that was interesting, man. But uh, this is to the point where we've been waiting for the whole episode right here, right here. Let's get it. 
ain't doing no points this week. Don't ask. No nah. points. We going on only nah. wins. Hey. That's hey, what I'm I put, like. I'm putting big bets on points. If y'all want big bets on points, y'all want something good, come come holler at me. Holler at me. So we can already we can honestly go ahead and go through the week eight predictions now. Uh, we right. this is a Thursday episode. We do got Baltimore and Tampa going as we recording now. We have not looked at the game. Who do y'all boys have for this week, man? Uh, I can't answer that because I actually looked at the score. You did? Okay. So um, I haven't looked at it, and I'm not going against the Ravens. Right. I, I, the way Tampa Bay has been going this year, I, I, I don't see them just putting it together for this game. I don't see your team getting up for this game. Like, yeah. it's going to be a typical Tampa Bay Buccaneers night. And Lamar Jackson is going to be Lamar Jackson. Okay. Yeah, y'all Ravens. Ravens by twenty. Ravens y'all, by ten. What? Ravens. Y'all can go 10. ahead and put. Y'all can go ahead and put me down for a loss on that one because who I would have picked, they're not gonna win. Okay. All right. Uh, who you got, Alex? Um, for the Tampa game or just overall? Tampa and Baltimore. Ah uh, well. My mind is telling me to go with Tom Brady. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I know that Slow business. down, R. Kelly. My mind is telling me. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wait a whoa. minute. Wait a minute. Slow down. I would never be R. Kelly. <laughs> is this camera on? <laughs> <laughs> is this camera on? <laughs> All right, I'm Look, I'm this right quick. I'm about to go with Tom Brady. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Is this camera on? <laughs> Y'all boy, so boy. Oh man. You going Tom, bro? I'll be honest with y'all too, bro. I I got Sports Center on. I'm watching the NC State game, and they showed the score down below, so I ain't gonna pick either. Just know I'd have got this one right, cause you know what I'm saying. You know I I would have got this right, but I I ain't gonna pick either, cause this yeah, is square. square yeah, who, square. I, who I would have picked, bro? It would have hurt my feelings. Side note, Kurt, we should have went to this, the state game, bro. They playing they playing here right in Carolina. They playing right down the road. They playing they Carolina. Play, they playing Virginia Tech. They playing Virginia Tech Ooh, right here. I know that's a good game. It's zero. It's zero to zero, and it's twelve seconds till halftime. Y'all yeah. would have wasted y'all money. No, nah, it's a I good like defensive game. game. It's a good defensive game. I like a good defensive game. I I, I go to see college football for scoring. <laughs> in a, give me some. De- give me a three zero game in the NFL. But if I'm watching college, I need forty nine to fifty six. I need some yeah. points, man. I need six overtimes. I need uh, three listen. players fighting. All right. You know, yeah. I need, I need the game in. to be slow. I need 15 penalties on each side. Yeah. Oh, man, that is terrible. They will be running <laughs> the next day of practice. Kurt, you had them boys suicide the whole field. Hey, look, I'm there for entertainment, baby. That's it. <laughs> so uh, Sunday night, the kickoff, uh, we got – they're going back to London, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And it's going to be Denver and Jacksonville. Who y'all boys got for that? They said Man. Russell. Look, they said Russell's doing high knees. Look, the I, 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 I heard that. I'm going with Mr. High Knees. I feel like he can't. He can, look, he can't win in the States. Oh. He might as well win in London. I'm going with Mr. High Knees. They said, they said bro oh, was doing high knees on the plane in Stacey Adams. I said, you need your face smacked. I'm like, bro. Hey. I know you didn't get on this plane with Stacey Adams on. You need oh, you know, Mr. High Knees. Mr. High Knees himself. There was it's just so crazy. They thought it was turbulence. No, it was them push-ups. It was the burpees <laughs> he had going on. Man, hey, look, it was bro. crazy. 
Jacksonville by two scores, bro. That's who I got. Jacksonville by two scores. I got Jacksonville by two scores, too. <laughs> no lie. I think, yeah, I think Jacksonville by, like, 17, bro. Oh, like, time they bought a twist of his ankle on the plane. Bro, yeah, exactly. Bro. by, like, 17, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Russ. You suck, bro. <laughs> you suck, Russ. I'm sorry, bro. Look, hey, what if they win? He get in the press conference like, yeah. It was the high knees. I'm no, going to say Bronco. He's going to say Bronco. He's going to say Bronco country. Let's ride. Now I'm going to turn the TV off. Yeah, he's going to say that stupidness. I might not I wake can, up early to see that game. Who you got, Alex? Uh, I, I don't even have the Broncos getting 10 points. Sheesh. Well, that's I, it. They only, they only been putting up nine, 10 points the last that's two weeks. That's, 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 that's true. That's true. That's real. All right. Jacksonville by a landslide. Okay, so we we all going us three going Jacksonville blowout. Kurt going with high knees. I respect it though, bro. I, I, Carolina and Atlanta. Who y'all boys going with? Carolina, Atlanta, <laughs> ATA, Atlanta, Atlanta. Atlanta. I think I think Carolina goes back to reality this week, just because their team is just. I mean, like they're and they're not it. You know what I'm saying? I think I think the Falcons bounce back, but I you know it's so sick that the Falcons are. The Falcons are tied for first. Tied for in first in that division with with the the uh, Bucks. Yeah, bro. They're it's tied crazy. for first in that division. If the if, but that division sucks. But it doesn't matter. It does not matter because if you win the division, you make the playoffs, and you get a None home of us playoff. Chose game Atlanta to make the playoffs this year. We all chose Tampa. We all yeah. chose none Tampa, of us chose bro. Atlanta. If Atlanta makes the playoffs, that will be the huge like for me. That will be the biggest story this season. You brought in Marcus Mariota. And y'all made the playoffs? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be crazy. I'm, I'm going to go with Atlanta, too, bro. Like you said, uh, P.J. Walker starting. I actually saw an article come up when I was looking at the, the trade candidates. They said Baker Mayfield, he's, he's going to be able to suit up. He's not going to demand a trade since losing his starting job to P.J. Walker. So he's going to be available just in case P.J. doesn't do well. But I'm praying PJ Walker does well, well enough to stay in the game, but not well enough to beat Atlanta. Because I'm gonna go with Atlanta. You want to know why he ain't requesting trade? He saw how hard it was to get this deal. He ain't <laughs> taking that chance. He ain't even taking that chance. He, he said, like he might mess around, and end up in like he might end up somewhere Houston. crazy. He gonna end up in like Minnesota to be a backup. Yeah, yeah, bro. like yeah. he's gonna be a backup wherever he goes. So he might as well just look. I'm gonna stay exactly. in Carolina where the property's cheaper. Yeah, sure. It is cheap in Carolina compared to Texas, compared right. to Minnesota. Uh, next game we got Chicago Dallas. Um, like Henry mentioned, Zeke's out with a hyperextended knee, bruised hip, bruised thigh, bruised hip thigh, something around. It's like two injuries for his for his right leg. Yeah. So Tony Pollard is getting a start, but they. I was listening Tony to Pollard's still a dog. Tony Pollard can go anywhere to start. Bro, I was listening to a fantasy video, um, and they said the seven starts that Tony Pollard's had when Zeke's been out, he's had 16 rush attempts, seven catches, so an average of 23 touches, and he's had over 110 all-purpose yards in those He's another AK. He's another Alvin Kamara. He's just behind Zeke. Bro, they said said he's legitly a running back one. When yeah. when Zeke is out, so anywhere, right? Anywhere yeah. else he go, he'll probably he could start. He could he yeah. at least have a chance to start. So I'm gonna go with Dallas because Chicago's on the short week. Uh, they they did play Monday Night Football uh, this this week, so I'm gonna go with Dallas. They're gonna be healthy. I think Dak 
I think Dak has a good game. I think Dak has a big game. Dak's playing this week? Yeah, Dak's playing. I hope that Chicago wins just so my prediction at the beginning of the podcast. I'm going to go with Dallas, but I hope Chicago wins. No, Kurt, if if we want to talk about it, that uh, Chicago's only two games behind Minnesota for the division, so I know it's not. Don't bring it up, don't you know? You know, I'm gonna pick the Cowboys and just hope Chicago win. I'm just, I'm keeping Chicago back here. I'm keeping them away from the front of my mind. If they if they beat Dallas, they back to 500, and they only a game back. So Chicago's not beating Dallas. Let's move on, please. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. My, All right. My, my bad, bro. My bad. My, my God. God. Like we, <laughs> we bad, are discussing this like Chicago has a chance. Dallas defense, defense, man. Dallas's defense is going to destroy Chicago. Chicago can't even protect their quarterback. Michael Parsons yeah. is the X factor. He is the reason why that team is five and two. He's the X factor. I mean, he is. He's one of the. Me and Kurt. Kurt came to my house earlier today. Me and Kurt watched a play where Dallas played Detroit, Detroit had decided to throw a tight end screen. They let Micah Parsons run up the field. Micah Parsons was 11 yards behind the tight end screen. Oh, and caught yeah. the tight end I know what before you're he made yeah. it to the, the first end down. zone. Not yeah, only did he hawk him down, wild, he had to change directions and go catch him. He was <laughs> 11 yards behind the catch, mm-hmm. Alex. Alex, 11 yards. Long ways out, boy. Dog, he may as well have been on the other side of the field. Hey, yeah. y'all didn't even that boy digs on corner spot. So yeah, dog, dog, Dallas finna smoke. Dallas finna smoke the Bears. I'm talking about Dallas. <laughs> Dallas gonna beat the Bears by like 20 points, bro. I won't be surprised, bro. They, they might, they might mess around and be uh, make Justin Fields get 30 sacks on the season, bro. He might get sacks 30. They already at 27. I can oh. see him. Go. Oh, yeah, he gonna hit thirty this game. He gonna hit thirty this game. <laughs> he 30. gonna hit thirty this game. He might hit thirty before halftime. That's tough. That's next tough. game, next game, we got Miami and Detroit. Who y'all boys going with? Detroit is gonna beat Miami. Detroit, Ooh, I got really. I got Detroit yeah. beat Miami this Detroit game. Detroit is gonna beat. Miami. Y'all boys want to put anything on that? Cause I'm gonna go with Miami. I rolled with Miami last week. They got me a dub. What's up with it? I can put something Not on this that. game because both of them is equally. Well, I ain't gonna say equally, you know. But if you got another game in mind, we disagree on. I got you. But this one, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. I say Detroit, and I believe Detroit to win. But that was gonna scare me too much. That was scare you. Now I feel it, but I feel it. I can, put some, I can. I can put something on that. What you? What you got? You call it. Uh, I gotta get my my gallon jug of Gatorade, bro. What's up with it? Gallon gallon jug of Gatorade for two more packs of Smart Water. I mean, for for another pack of smart water. Ooh, I was gonna say you could do the two packs of smart water. Then I, I mean, want two gallons. I'm Gatorade. already at four, so I'm already at four smart waters with you. Yeah, mm, you can do a pack of smart water and throw in a box of liquid IV, and we call it square. We call it square. I'm liquid. sure you would call it square. That's what I'm saying. Liquid <laughs> IV seem expensive. Hey, Kurt. Hey, Kurt. Kurt. What we do? I <laughs> mean. <laughs> All right, so that's a bet. We'll go and lock My that boy. in. Hey, hey, wait a minute. When when did the Vikings become five and one? They, they five and one. one. They five yeah, and one. Vikings yeah. five and one. They yeah, I know they lost more than that. Nah, they've only lost one Damn, game. Damn, I do read. Yeesh. They're gonna lose this week. Could have called. No, they, 
No, nah, they got oh, the not? Cardinals. They got the, 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 the only team to beat them is the team that we all agree is the best team in the NFL, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. They yeah, beat the Green they, Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, New Orleans Saints, gonna, Chicago, and Miami. They're they going they to they they mud the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, they're going to mud them, bro. So they're going to mud the Cardinals. Mr. PS5 himself is going to step up this oh, game. And Call of Duty. <laughs> and Call of Duty is out. Oh, yeah, he finna mud them. And he's playing right now, boy. He Man, yeah, you know, you know, they gave him the two day early release because you know yeah. it's Kyler Murray. So, but uh, no, they didn't. So he bought it. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, so okay. So him. all right, all right, Henry, we got this pack of smart water liquid IV for two uh, gallon Gatorades. That's a bet. We'll lock that in. Two gallon Gatorades. Whoa, whoa, the, 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 the liquid IV, bro. That's two things. No, I, I mean I'm up. I got I got leverage. I won Yo. the Super Bowl. Oh, so he he like a loan shark. He oh, so he about to yeah, go. <laughs> <what you're> saying, <laughs> he a loan shark. I that's leverage, what that is. I got he leverage. charged forty cent on a dollar. Exactly. That's crazy, bro. Oh, okay, that's that's a bet. That's a bet. That's a bet. We can do the we can do the the, the gallon Gatorade for the box of IV, the box of liquid IV. I got that. All right, that's a bet. That's how you know he was, he was trying to jug. He switched. That's what I'm saying. He's all right, but yeah, you're right, bro. I was chipping my fault. You <laughs> trying to get you right, bro. Uh, Arizona, Minnesota, we all kind of agreed on that one that Minnesota should beat them. Um, the Raiders and the Saints, who y'all boys rocking with? Raiders. I got the the Saints coming out on top that game, man. The Raiders just, they disappoint me. It's like they don't even know what they're going to do from week to week. Yeah. Put something on that. You said what you said? Put some on it. Put that what's, on. What's, what's your drink of choice, my boy? Hey, put it on AB. Hey, hey man, look, I ain't look, don't y'all boys look at me funny, but sometimes I be needing a Starbucks coffee to get up in the morning, bro. Hey. I ain't lying. All right. Talk, okay, talk cool. Talk to Talk to all right, so a Starbucks, I don't even a Starbucks coffee get you a short, tall pike. Ain't that what they call it? I don't know what oh, you said. You better make sure you ain't calling nobody <laughs> nothing that's going to get you canceled, boy. You, oh, you, you start anyway, saying all kind of crazy stuff. Just, hey, let, hey, hey, just cash bro, I still don't know how to order at Starbucks. Just so your Starbucks listen. drink. You better make sure you don't get canceled. I you take a like smoothie from crazy. Smoothie King. All right, that's a bet. Oh, oh yeah, King, five dollars, five dollars smoothies. That's what I'm saying. That, smoothies, uh, that, that Starbucks about five dollars, ain't it? No, Starbucks is like twelve dollars for us. Yeah, it's going to run you by twelve, bit off. Yeah, it's going to run you. Oh, he he got you. If he beat you, you already agreed. If you lose, I want a case of Gatorade. Then, hey, Darius, if he lose, he just yeah, yeah, you got. But that's that's just that's up there with cover. If you're keeping it real, Starbucks coffee be like seven dollars for a small, bro. For a small, bro. Yeah, Starbucks is ridiculous. Starbucks is ridiculous, bro. But, and look, just a case, uh, a case of Powerade. He's talking about, he talk about uh, 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 <laughs> man, hey, man, hey, man. All right, I didn't know that it's done with $12. I don't oh, drink Starbucks, so. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, don't let Henry fool you, man. I don't be getting no macchiato, bro. I just get a smooth fresh vanilla, bro. Hey, I don't listen. get no. Hey, listen, he said he don't get no macchiato on his check, but on yours, we oh, macchiato oh, in it. Oh, man, up. he want the macchiato, extra, 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 I want two extra foam. Yeah, bro, what? Two macchiato. Yeah, bro, that, that, that duck is not cheap, bro. I will admit that. Uh, Next game we're going to look at New England, Patriots, and the Jets. You already know who I'm rocking with. J-E-X-X, Jets, Jets, Jets. What they say? 
He put mm. the, he put the X in there, bro. It's TS, man. Come on, Kurt. Yeah. You, you see, you see, I don't know what y'all were saying, see bro. It, Jets, Jets, Jets. You see that right there, y'all man. Jets. He said, y'all are not really planes. Y'all are more like pigeons. I'm going to also I'm going to also go with my Jets. Uh, we're rolling mm-hmm. right now. I think that that uh, James Robinson addition will pay dividends. I think he'll rush for a touchdown this week. I think Michael Carter will have a good game. I believe Zach Wilson will finally throw a touchdown pass to a receiver this week. I don't think Jack, I don't think Zach Wilson finishes the game. I think Flacco comes in, bring back Flack T-shirts are on sale now on the Dynasty or Podcast website. Bring back Flack T-shirts. They are under the Capers Cares Foundation brand. All proceeds will go to donations. But the Jets do get that win. Congratulations, Jets, for the six and two victory at the end of the week. Let's go! Oh, Six I thought two, baby. I thought he. I thought one of y'all muted him. I was about to say that's yeah, so I perfect. I, I was about to say y'all are so perfect, bro. I thought y'all <laughs> muted him. I thought one of y'all muted him, bro. Nah, bro. My Jets six and two, man. Y'all don't even know the last time we've been six and two. I tell y'all the last time it was 2015, Bring and we didn't make the flag. playoffs in 2015 or 2014. Back flack. Who y'all boys got? Y'all y'all going with rocking with the Jets or the the, the Patriots? Yeah, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Jets. I got the Jets this week. Cool. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh and Philly. Uh, Philly, Philly by twenty. Who wants to bet? Who wants to bet? Who are you betting on, Henry? Pittsburgh, you got Pittsburgh. Bro. I bet everything I owe you. We'll we'll break even if you take it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I do not accept that bet. That bet. I do not accept that bet because at the end of the year, I'm going to have enough water that if the apocalypse happens, I'm going to be able to count them from Kurt's <laughs> reservoir. I want all 20 of them cases of water you owe me, my boy. So, How many are you trying to bet, though? No, you I, no, listen, I was joking. I was going to see who's going to take the bait because I was definitely going to switch on y'all boys real quick. I was, I, hey, I was going to switch on y'all boys fast. I got Philly Yeah, by, I got, at, least, by I, at least 20. I got Philly by two scores as well. I ain't going to lie to you. I got Philly by three. I got Philly by three. No, Philly by four. I'll I take that, that bet. I, th- I got Philly by four. I think that game is a – I think that's like a 28-24 game. You want to make a bet on it? You don't want to bet numbers with me, bro. You gonna, all right. You don't, you don't want to bet numbers with if me. If they win bro. by more than four. You don't want to bet. No, no, no. Absolutely not. That, why would I even take that bet? I'm not. I mean, you said the number. No, I, listen, but I'm not going to clean slate if they win by anything more than four. Hey. I'm not going to clean slate because hey. if they do, if they if they win by four or less, I'm doubling everything you owe me. And so now hey. I don't want to bet you no more because I've already won. That would be so much water, bro. I'm telling you, I'm going to have so much water at the crib, like, y'all can come over if a desert just, like... All right, let's keep it moving, then. Let's keep it moving. Look, I tried. I know I'm in the hole. You try it for sure. We can bet on this Colts game. So is. Let's get to the Colts game and we can talk. Okay, cool. All right, we just got one game in between that. We just got one game in between that. We got Tennessee and Houston. That's kind of a trash 405 game, but yeah, Tennessee yeah, will probably yeah. beat them. I got the Titans that game. I don't think the league, I don't think the NFL has done a really good job giving us good games at like the 405 slots in the Sunday night, Monday night games this season. Right? Like there was a it was I a game. I really think other- it's just like 
I don't think they expected these games to be this sucky, bro. Yeah, I think they true. had a different prediction. I because, think they thought it was going to be lit, but it's Cause, just because think know, about it. Den- how many night games has Denver had? I think out of the seven weeks, they played at least on prime time at least four or five times. Yeah. yeah. So it's they've like had good, they've had some four or five games. They've had some night games. So. Uh, yeah. But yeah, okay. So we'll probably go with the Titans with with over Houston. Now yeah, this is the game I wanted to see because Alex was waiting on this one. You and Alex was chomping at the bit, and Henry said he wanted to get in the Washington Commanders versus the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. Colts by ten. What? <laughs> I got, I got the Washington Commanders winning this ball game by. Seventeen or more points. Shake on it. Shake on it. Hey, Shake I, my hand. And, what you want to be? And, and Kurt, I will, I will put up two cases that I owe you on this game. Okay, right, so man. two cases. So that means. So I just want to make sure we know they gotta win by, by 17. seventeen. If they don't, if they win by eighteen, that means Kurt owes you extra two cases. Is what I'm understanding. Yeah. So if they put up seven, if they are up by seventeen. Or more, so seventeen. Yeah, seventeen or more. more. If they, yeah. All right. Okay. Go ahead. I do that. I do that. Two cases. I can do you, that. You, you, you just being my friend right now. That's no, all that. No, is. no, no, no. Because you, you don't, don't even know believe it. Is. You, you don't know believe it. that shit yourself. No, absolutely, <laughs> I do. And here's why I believe that, right? Because if we're talking defenses, who has the better defense on paper is easily Washington. If we're talking about quarterback play on paper. Who has the better quarterback starting that game? It's Washington. Definitely if we talk about available targets and weapons offensively on paper, it's Washington. Washington. On paper. I'm on a curve. I'm listen, on work. I was on but the listen, we're, t- we're talking about on paper, but there's nothing that we nothing else we can evaluate until we get into that ball game. And on paper, Washington should win this ball game. I called it last week and nobody wanted to hear me. Y'all thought I was crazy. Y'all thought I was drinking. I told y'all last week, Washington was going to beat the Packers. And what did they do? They beat the Packers and their defense stepped up big time. I won't be surprised if this Sam Elling, Ellinger does not lose his. I'm t- you. You thought that uh, Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts. Oh, he getting ready to see stars, my boy, because they are going to be on him in a way that I don't think he's ready for. Dog, watch what I tell you. Seventeen or more. And now, Kurt, when I get that water up off you, when I get, that, I want that water in that clock. I want the clock on your wall too. Hey, I want the clock on your wall. Hey, I want, hey, hey, hey Alex, I don't even want him to know what time it is. I don't even. Hey, I don't even want you to know what time it is. I call me the repo man. I'm taking everything, bro. Kurt, I'm with you. I'm gonna go with the Colts. I think uh, Sam Ellinger does just enough because, if I'm not mistaken, my boy is coming back to play. Y'all boy in the backfield is coming back. He'll be there. So. Y'all can really sit on the run. I mean, I still believe that y'all running game is enough. Jonathan Taylor is one of the best running backs in football. I still believe. He's just been kind of beat up this season. I mean, and it, it's it's not surprising because he was beat up a little bit in college. So, But I do feel like he'll he'll play. He'll be able to run, control the game. Hey, Kate, you want to put something on that? What you got on it, my boy? Hey, you trying to put some VC on that? I need something from my Ooh. wing. 
Oh, he ain't hit you with the VC though. I don't even play 2K, but I that's a bet. I I throw up a little uh 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 how much you get for 10 beans VC wise. I throw up a little 50, was it 10 50k? 50k VC, 25k VC. I throw uh, up a little ten dollar ten dollar clip of VC. What's up with it? I was about to say, I ain't throwing up no, no 50k, but I can definitely do wait. I think that is uh 10. I think the, I think 10 dollars is 50k VC. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Right. A little ten dollar VC. All right, that's a bet. Boom, ten dollar VC. Little little check. Okay, let me let me throw that, that on there. Make me too. start playing two K. Hey, hop on that two K, my boy. Hey, I need something for the wings, boy. Uh, San Fran and the Rams. Who y'all boys got for that one? Rams by fifteen or more. I think San Fran, but I don't want to. Hey, what was the matchup again? I'm so sorry. I was reading this article about John. Forty Nineers and Forty Nineers and the Rams. Hey, you said what, Kurt? Rams. Over 49ers? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let me go ahead and get that up off you. Uh, yeah, let me go ahead and get that up off. Let me go ahead and get that up off you. Yes, uh, let's, sir. Go, let's go Rams. Uh, let me go Rams. Rams by 10. I double. I do two cases on that, too. Let's go ahead and get that. All right, bitch. At least I break even. I know one of them going to win. You know what I'm saying, Alex? Hey, look. Somebody all I win. say. I, wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay. You got, Henry, you got San Fran you got the Rams? I got San Fran. I got the Rams. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I just wanted to get that correct. Henry got 49ers. Kurt got Rams for two cases. All right, cool. Uh, I'm gonna come back in here on. I'm gonna come back in here next Wednesday on the podcast, and I'm gonna have a hundred cases of water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have so much water. I'm gonna look like a camel. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy here, bro. I bet you won't take this next bet. Let's I'm do a, it. You, man, I'm you a, know I need the hotline. You know, hey Kurt, you know me. I need to call the hotline. They need to come see about me and my spending when it come to bet because I don't lose, baby. Let's right. do it. What's this so next I, bet? I'm, I'm gonna lose. go with the Rams because I think Van Jefferson should be coming back from his ACL injury, and so they'll have oh, another wow, weapon. Really? Van Jefferson's coming back. That's huge. That's yeah. Huge. So you know he hadn't played all season. Ah, they need another weapon, like we've been talking about. Yeah, Skoranek and, and Cooper Cup can't be the only people catching. But Allen Robinson finally starting to play. That offense can actually look like something. So I'm going to go with the Rams. Alex, who are you rocking with with San Fran and uh, the Rams? I got that top five defense in the 49ers. I, I don't believe Matt Stafford is Pat Mahomes, so I don't think he's going to be able to do that miracle that Pat Mahomes did last week. So I got the I respect that. I respect that. Ooh, this is a good one right here. I thought this is the one y'all going to try to bet on. The New York football giants and the Seattle Seahawks. I'm not touching that one. Who y'all boys got? <laughs> hey, Gino's still going to win. I got Gino. I ain't going to lie to you. I think he's a – I don't want to put no money on it, but I do believe – I ain't betting on it, but I'm yeah. not putting – you can't – I ain't writing that check. I ain't writing that check. I'm not going to bet on this one either, but I'm going to go with the football giants. Football in New York is looking looking up this season, you know? Yeah, I'm I like the Giants, too. Me too, I like the bro. Giants, too. I, I, I like the Giants, too. And let me tell you how much I like the Giants, y'all. I like the Giants so much that I'm starting Daniel Jones as my fantasy quarterback this week. Bro, I'm starting Daniel Jones in my other league, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm starting Daniel. Daniel. Hey, I ain't going to lie to you. I like it so much that Daniel Jones is my fantasy quarterback this week because I got Patrick Mahomes. I'm actually dogging yeah. my fantasy league right now. Nobody in my league actually bro, can touch me. That's cap. You're only up by one game on me, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm bro, up by one game, but looked. I also own the tiebreaker. So let's. No, uh, I beat you, remember? Okay, that's fair. You did beat me. You did beat but me. But you're I up again. I've been looking at my fantasy in like at least three weeks. And that's y'all fault. And you want to know that's why? Because fault. I got the crown the last two seasons and I'm going for it again. 
And I don't want to hear that I cheated again because I have done it the right way every single game this year. And uh, Daniel Jones is going to get it done for me this week. I'm excited. Oh, excuse me. My bad, Henry. You're up by two games on me. You're six and one. Oh, absolutely. And But I'm second in the division, so it's okay. Uh, yeah, going with the Giants as well. The Packers and the Bills. This is another game <laughs> you couldn't pay me to touch. Yeah, uh, Bills all the way, man. That easy work. And last but not least, the Monday Nighter, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns. Bengals. I'm going to go with Cincinnati as well. Um, that's pretty much all the games. It's only 15 games this week. Typically, it's 17. I guess a lot of the teams are hitting their buys. So. Yeah, I was about to say, we're coming into bye season now. Yeah, so that is all of the games this week. Uh, we I got it all on film. I got all the bets on film. I will go back through and watch it again to, you know, get everybody's predictions and get everything written down. So we ain't no, ain't no going out, going back on the bets. But Alex, I expect my VC, you know what I'm saying? A, a Henry, you know what I'm saying? I expect my, Oof. my, my gallon jug now. I don't even know why you're talking to me. Cause you haven't beat me yet. <laughs> like you haven't hey, beat me yet. Like, <laughs> hey, I. It's crazy because I bet on three of the four games that I lost this past week. Mm-hmm. None of the nine that I got right were bets. It was only the ones I lost. So it's right, but it is what it is. But man, this has been a tremendous episode. It's been. It's one been, of our best episodes. I ain't gonna lie to you. This is one of our best episodes. Like, I truly we like this was a good episode for all of us, y'all. I'm proud of y'all yes. boys, man. Yes, like, I gotta give y'all kudos because y'all yeah. boys doing y'all thing, y'all making it look easy. Y'all out here getting that money. And uh, I'm proud of each and every one of y'all, man. Y'all are some of my best friends. Y'all are like y'all are blood to me. So y'all keep getting that paper, man. Y'all doing y'all thing on here. Oh, yeah, bro. And you know, we gotta end it, end it with a bang, like we always do, you know, uh just some stuff for the people. I kind of want to lead off, man. Um, we've said it a lot, too, on this podcast. Just don't be afraid to talk to people if something's going on with you, man. You know, I speaking this from experience. Um, I actually was kind of, you know, when I moved up here, being alone, I felt like I know I had friends, had family not too far away, but I kind of felt like I was isolated, you know, in a bubble. People I didn't know, people I didn't really care for much at work because it's like, you know, you only care about them. You got to deal with them 40 hours a week. You ain't trying to deal with them on your off time. So it's like I was down, man, you know, and asking my my doctor, just can I have somebody to talk to? I didn't get the chance to, but, man, I finally ended up just, like, you know, talking to my family, talking to my friends, talking to my girlfriend, and it really helped, man, you know, like just knowing that people care about you, people love you. Just talk to your people if you're going through, man. It's it's going to be worth it in the end because people do care about you. People do love you. You're not going through anything alone. So. That's just what I have for the people. Y'all boys, feel free. Please leave some stuff, some lasting lasting messages for the people. And I, you know, I piggyback on what you said. Talking is very important. But as we know, health is wealth. Whenever you're feeling something, get up and get moving. Go for a walk. Go for a job. Go do something. I'm telling you, the workout will make you forget about it all. Or to make you sit there and pray about it. Because God knows I'd be praying in my workouts because I'd be struggling. So if it don't help you mentally, it'll help you spiritually because I feel like it'll get you closer to God anyway. So whenever you feel it, go for a walk. Get outside. Four walls can trap you mentally and physically. So go and get outside. Amen. That's juicy, man. That's juicy. I think I'm going to harp on what you said. I'm going to harp on what Darius said. 
talk to God. Please talk to God. God is your best friend. I don't care what the social media says. I don't care what they're saying. You can do to help your uh, your mental talking to Him, even if it's not the longest prayer. Give Him give Him a two minutes of your time. Tell Him what's going on, which He already knows it. But it's gonna it's gonna make you feel like a weight is off your shoulders. Trust me. Moving up here, like Dariah said, I felt on, on, on my own. I felt like I didn't have nobody. My people not that far down the down the way. Um, but when you move to a new city, it's, it's new experiences it's, and it's new fears. But one thing I've learned um, is that I always have him on my side. And through Christ, all things is possible. I'm a living, I'm a walking example, and I'll give that to you people. Um, the viewers, we love you guys. Y'all are family, and we on this ride together. Uh, Dynasty Podcast, let's ride. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I, I love that. It. That's that's dope, bro. <laughs> Dynasty podcast. Hey, look, I ain't even mad at that. I'm um, it's your friend. It's your brother. It's your homeboy. It's the guy who loves the community, Henry Capers. And I wanted to remind you today that it is important to understand that forgiveness is optional, but it's also an opportunity. Forgiveness is optional because you can choose to forgive. You can choose to let go of hurt, pain, strife. You can choose to let go of things that may have bothered you, things that were glued to you in such a way that it uh, caused you to resent or hate or want to push away from people. And that's okay. You know, you are at the forefront of how you forgive. But in that forgiveness, there's also an opportunity. There's an opportunity for growth. There's an opportunity for liberation. There's an opportunity for peace. There's an opportunity for transition. And so in that, be mindful that you control, you hold the power to be able to forgive those who have wronged you. Whether or not they ever understand that they have done something to you or whether or not that they care that you've forgiven them, the uh the ability to reflect on the pain that you felt and release it is one that will truly help you transition to the next phase in your life. And so I want you to carry that with you this week. Somebody out there who needs to let go of some things, if it's childhood hurt, childhood trauma, if it's relationship, if it's occupational hurt, if it's a hurt from institutions or you know, whatever hurt or pain that might be, I want you to know that that forgiveness is optional, but there's also an opportunity in that. And so be very focused and conscious about the opportunity you're presented with, because you never know what blessing is right behind that forgiveness. It's your boy. It's your dog. It's your best friend and dog. Big Hennessy. And I'm out, y'all. Peace. There you have it, fellas. Everybody, uh, another successful episode. Until next time, it's your boy Darius. Got Henry, Alex, Kurt. We all on the podcast, man. We the Dynasties, and we will holler at y'all next time. Salute. Yeah.